Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news is William Regal on his way out as WWE NXT General Manager. A new million-dollar champion was crowned at NXT TakeOver in your house. WWE unveil a new Luke Capital Wrestling Center at TakeOver in your house. And WWE's long-term plans for Roman Reigns have been revealed. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. This is the news. All right, we'll kick things off by talking about William Regal, who curiously closed last night's takeover in your house show. So instead of, like, finishing on Karrion Cross and Scarlett celebrating with the NXT title, spoiler alert, I guess, but why are you watching the news if you haven't watched the show, silly sausage? Uh, we cut backstage. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell was tracking down William Regal backstage. They went out into the parking lot. And William Regal, when he was asked about takeover in your house, said the following... It's been seven years since I became the GM of NXT and I've never seen so much bedlam. It's complete madness. I think it's time for a change. Now that could really mean anything. What well, well, is this change? Well, Regal, you getting a new haircut? You getting, I don't know, Tajiri back as your assistant? It could mean anything. Um, but the way he kind of phrased it and everything else has got people talking about maybe him not working as NXT general manager anymore. So... That's speculative, it is what it is, but uh, it certainly casts some doubt on what could happen with him in that role. Now, Triple H spoke on the matter during his and Shawn Michaels' uh, post-takeover media call. Uh, he had some words on what Regal offers behind the scenes. I'll just read the quotes. Uh, William Regal has been such an in- integral part of this since day one. There are certain people that have, uh, people that have come in along the way that have become, it's hard to envision doing it in any sort of way without them. Regal's definitely one of those people. I don't think that we will ever do it without him, NXT of course. He'll be a part of this until the day he tells me he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. Uh, Triple H went on a little bit, talking about Regal's you know, role behind the scenes. Uh, he is, I've got the full job title here, it's quite long. Uh, WWE Director of Talent Development and Head of Global Recruitment. Jesus, that's a lot. Uh, talking about how he's constantly pulling talent aside and offering them advice and everything else. Uh, Triple H also said the following. So his value here is tough to be measured and he'll always be a part of it. And here's the kicker to all of this. No matter where we go on Tuesday, which certainly suggests there's going to be something big involving Regal uh, on tomorrow night's episode of NXT. So a really curious way to close TakeOver. Uh, what do you reckon of this? 
Yeah, I mean, they've been making a lot of this in storyline. The chaos was there backstage at TakeOver, fights breaking out all over the place. I mean, in the last few weeks on NXT, I think Karrion Cross literally said to him, you lost control a long time ago of this show. Uh, obviously, he's an integral part of NXT behind the scenes. Uh, and I think he's just, I really like him as the authority figure. Yes, sometimes Johnny Gargo can be a little weasel and try to undermine him, but there's no one better, in my opinion. Uh, intriguing to see where they go next. I mean, no one else will be able to say, who goes as good as William Regal does, but I'm reading online rumours about Samoa Joe, of all people. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting story to arise over the weekend, wasn't it? It's almost like, maybe, we shouldn't be letting people like Samoa Joe go in the first place. I don't know. Call me crazy. Just an idea, but very exciting and intriguing to see where they go next with this and all the fallout from TakeOver on NXT on Tuesday night, of course, uh, which includes your new million-dollar champion. (laughs) You get giving me this story, not Cameron Grimes. I'm so (laughs) sad I can't even do the thing. It is L.A. Knight. He defeated Cameron Grimes in that ladder match for Ted DiBiase's million-dollar championship last night pushing Cameron Grimes off a ladder and he fell through another ladder that had been bridged on the stage. Rough old bump for poor Cameron. Uh, But LA Knight grabbed the briefcase which contained, uh, it was a glass briefcase that contained the Million Dollar Championship. He is the new Million Dollar Man, I suppose. Very excited to see where this goes next and whether Grimes will continue his chase for it. Uh, And a lot of title retentions across this show. Uh, Everyone retained their titles. Uh, The only new champion ground was LA Knight. We got uh, Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon, MSK and Bronson Reed in that winner-takes-all match against Legado del Fantasma. They won that. And Karrion Cross won the fatal five-way, murking everyone in the main event. But... What do you think? I think actually, as much as I would love to see Cameron Grimes wearing that million dollar championship, this is a more interesting storyline going forward, isn't it? I actually completely disagree. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I get the logic of the heel champion winning and using it as a thing to gloat and everything else, which is what the million dollar championship was best for back in the day. Um, and it's classic wrestling format, isn't it? Having the baby face chase rather than hold. Um, but I think Cameron Grimes would have just been a lot more fun. Yeah. with this belt. And I don't really know how much delayed gratification you're going to get if LA Knight has a title reign and then Grimes wins it later down the line, you know, being pushed back and pushed back and then finally winning it. I'm not sure that's a particularly interesting storyline, personally. It's just me. It's entirely subjective. You can disagree. Anyone watching this, that's totally fine. We all have different perspectives on pro wrestling. I just think Cameron Grimes would have been a lot more fun and I don't see the need to make people wait for that fun. Yeah, maybe they're going to do some storyline where he literally has to become the manservant of LA Knight and they just you know do the whole Ted DiBiase Virgil thing. But who knows? Um, but yeah, it, it, just having the Million Dollar Championship on TV is great. Uh, and speaking of having of things on TV, what did you make the new CWC? Huh? Hey, very nice indeed. Doing my own links for me. I'll be out of a job by Tuesday. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. So WWE unveiled the new Capital Wrestling Center last night. Takeover. Uh, it doesn't require a great deal of analysis. Just look at it. Uh, look at it on the screen right now. So they've gotten rid of all the big kind of overbearing video screens that were in the Capital Wrestling Center before. They've replaced them with bleachers. We've got some smaller video screens hanging above, but they don't have like the Zoom call fans or anything, the Thunderdome style fans. Uh, it's a live audience now. There's people in the building. Not a great audience, they no. didn't make a whole lot of noise, um, but configuration-wise, personally, I like this a little better. Um, I think one of the problems of NXT throughout the pandemic era has kind of been 
the artificialness of the volume, like everything is ah loud, 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 loud. There's never any quiet moments for breathers. It never ebbs and flows. It's just all 100 all of the time. This brings it back a little. The reactions are a bit more natural, a bit more organic. I'm into it. Let's just get a more enthusiastic group of people in there uh, for the show going forward because, oh, they didn't make much noise at all. But uh, yes, I like the changes. More people in the building. It's a better viewing experience for me. It's a weird crowd experience last night. You're right. Like They were banging on about all the new people that they've been able to bring into the CWC and then they didn't really make much noise. And I don't think this can be pointed at as well. They didn't really do much. Like I really enjoyed that open note, MSK and Bronson Rivas, Legado del Fantasma. And yeah, surreal stuff that. And you're not losing, oh, there we go, smashing my entire setup up. Uh, you're not losing much in terms of like entrances. Zia Lee's mad entrance still looked great. She uh, defeated Mercedes Martinez later on in the night as well. Uh, but I like it, yeah. Um, just get people who, I don't know, Give a toss, I suppose, next time because they would. It was just surreal uh, for large parts of that. That even you know, I, I get it that Karrion Cross maybe isn't everyone's favourite, but it was such a weird reaction when he's holding the title up at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of dominant champions, segue. Uh, let's talk about Roman Reigns and WWE's long-term plans for them because, according to Wrestling Observer Dave's Mel- uh, Wrestling Observer, WWE have a long-term plan, of course to turn Roman into a company-leading baby face. On Wrestling Observer Radio, Melzer spoke saying that they want a similar arc to what's going on with Kenny Omega in AEW. Uh, basically, big heel runs uh, that will eventually transform them into mega baby faces. They're doing this in different ways, of course. Uh, and WrestlingNews.co's Paul Davis also spoke with, spoke with an internal WWE source who said, Vince doesn't want to portray Roman as a cowardly heel who gets his ass kicked 50% of the time. He's the guy who will carry the company for the next few years and Vince sees him as his top priority protect Roman at all costs I mean he's doing some of his best work ever as one of the biggest heels in WWE so yeah naturally Vince wants to turn him bloody babyface Andy yeah for sure um I think that you know we we talk about this a lot but this is a run from Roman that people have wanted for I don't know five years six yeah. years maybe um and I think that if WWE and Vince in particular hadn't spent all of that time toxifying its relationship with its audience by trying to push the guys a baby face they weren't going to accept that we could be enjoying all kinds of different things from Roman much earlier in his career uh, that being said, you know, his current run is obviously one of the most well-received things and critically acclaimed things in all of American wrestling at the moment. It's going ridiculously well. If the end game is a babyface turn, you just got to be careful with how you do it. Things are going damn well at the moment. But that being said, Roman's awesome at his job. And I think if they were to turn him face, I don't know, six months, a year from now, it would probably be well-received. Certainly better than before. Yeah, exactly. I think he's he's earning a lot of stock in uh, WWE fans' eyes with what he's doing right now. And it's one of those ones where, so long as you don't have him come out with blue eyes again, winking and saying, suffering bloody succotash. Yeah, fans want to cheer him now, but they know that, a bit like MJF, for example, in AEW, he's such a git that they respect him and they go, I will boo you because I am supposed to in this scenario. So, yeah, the, the, the path, is right there for me. Cena at SummerSlam, Lesnar at Survivor Series, Edge at the Royal Rumble, The Rock at WrestleMania, and then build a baby face. Good luck, everyone, seeing them seeing them try and do this. Build a baby face to finally defeat Roman at, I don't know, next year's SummerSlam or something huge. 
two years almost to the day uh, since he returned and just started murking people. That'd be great, but we'll wait and see where they go next with this. Let us know your thoughts on WWE making him to their top tier babyface in the comment section. And we'll move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, of course, we want to get in touch with us. Stuart Easter Taylor says, Happy Monday, Legends. With rumors of Samoa Joe being the performance center, which one WWE release of 2020-2021 would you love to see return? So I'm going to give you two answers because I'm a prick. Uh, Tom Phillips, I don't understand why they let yeah. Tom Phillips go. Right, like he is the most WWE announcer I can think of aside from Michael Cole. He fit that job perfectly, regardless of what you think of his commentary. He gave WWE exactly what they wanted in that role. So I don't understand why they let the guy go. Uh, and also Braun Strowman, because he's just so WWE that I think he really is just the best fit in that company rather than going elsewhere. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. He is a WWE guy. Very interesting getting the popcorn over the weekend and reading the comments to that story regarding <laughs> uh, Mark Henry wanting Braun Strowman for AEW. Um, it's, it's obviously, I'm not even, it's Monday. We all, we've spent a long old weekend. It's, it's the Iconics, okay? It's, it's the Iconics. I mean, what, what else do you expect? But, you know, shout outs to, to, to Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, and yeah, Tom Phillips is a great shout. And, and I'm, I'm only going into recent history here in terms of releases. You said we could go back to last year. There is a laundry list of people who I don't think deserve to be released. Um, and just budget cuts, what a load of bollocks. Let us know who you'd like to see back in the comment section. Uh, we'll move on to PC Briggs, reporting for duty PC, uh, who says, well, all right, what if Keith Lee returns and he's the one they set up to dethrone Roman, Roman Reigns? Thoughts on the matter? Could he be the guy? I definitely think, yeah, I definitely think that, like, that Keith Lee is a suitable candidate. And the thing with finding who dethrones Roman is, for me, they kind of have to start now. Right, this has to be like a long-term prospect. Uh, they have to give it the same level of care, attention, and detail that they've given to Roman. Um, because I think if you just have some random person that, that people like, uh, and you just do it on like a month's build, it's going to be really flat uh, after everything you've put into the Roman character. So I think Keith Lee is a great guy to do it with. I think he's charismatic, he's very exciting, he's somebody that people have a clamor for. Um, I hope he's back on television soon, but whoever it is, I just hope they start thinking about this pretty soon. Yes, Keith Lee or Big E for me, it's really that yeah. simple, but like you say, I'm worried if they start now because they have a tendency to change things at the last minute and bugger it. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be, like you say, someone young, someone new, not like a Seth Rollins. I don't think he should be the guy. I love him, but I don't think he should be the guy to, to dethrone Roman Reigns. And not a legend, because that doesn't get us anywhere, does it, guys? All right, final question today comes from Black Lion, Sin of Pride, Escanor. Great Twitter name, that. Uh, hey, guys, what do you think about CM Punk making a surprise appearance for commentary on the night crowds return to SmackDown. So I certainly think that's a lot more realistic than him coming back to wrestle or anything like that. And I think he would do a good job. He's done MMA commentary. He's obviously a very articulate guy and not shy of speaking his mind either. So he'd give us some interesting commentary. But I think if CM Punk is going to come back to wrestling, I would want a little bit more than that. I think if you brought him back and he did the commentary job and that was his first live appearance in wrestling in like seven or eight years, uh, that might diminish the pop of him coming back and like, I don't know, throwing someone off the stage or working a hot angle or even wrestling. So um, I wouldn't necessarily go for it myself, but it is more realistic and he would do a good job. For sure. Yes, I think they're going to throw everything at the wall when crowds returns. I wouldn't rule anything out. I don't think no. it's going to happen, 
but it's a hell of a suggestion. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally, and just something lovely I saw on Squared Circle over the weekend. Uh, just this little girl, Ari, I think was her name, uh, Adam Ernst, sharing this on uh, Facebook. Uh, she set up a little lemonade stand to uh, earn herself a little bit of extra cash so she could buy herself an iPhone. And who showed up but Seth Rollins doing a lovely gesture and supporting the local community. Of course, unfortunately, uh, Andy Murray, after this photo was taken, you know what happened, don't you? I just took her eye out. <laughs> oh, no, not quite. <laughs> took the lemonade stand and... <laughs> oh, my God. Violence against childs. Uh, childs? Childrens. My only disappointment with this is that Seth Rollins wasn't wearing one of his wacky suits. That yeah. would have been cool. Imagine walking around in real life wearing one of those things on a roasting hot day in Florida. That would be cool. But, uh, yeah. no. Fantastic. Lovely. Do something nice today, everyone. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cool Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Loads of podcasts coming your way today. We've got the NXT TakeOver review. We've got AEW Dynamite from the weekend to review and of course Monday Night Raw preview apologies Uh, (laughs) your thoughts on that and everything we've discussed on Twitter as well at WhatCultureWWE watch there follow both of us you can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray the H stands for happy birthday Peter Avalon who I am reliably informed is waxed and vaxxed and ready for a hot boy summer there we go absolutely and it also stands for we're Scotland good luck today in the European Championships to all Scottish football fans and to bloody old Scotland follow me on Twitter and follow us all at WhatCoachingWWE but for now thanks Andy Murray thank you for joining us it's coming home and we will see you soon Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.